So I had some time to film this podcast and actually got inspired after watching some videos of Elliot Hulse. If you guys are a part of my Telegram, you guys have known previously I've been sharing some videos of him. I, mean, I really like his content, so I want to make this podcast based off some of the things I learned. And I definitely think it's going to apply to a lot of the young guys nowadays who are listening to the self-development content, the red pill content, any content in the manosphere, anyone who's giving advice. This is a good place to go to just to learn about money and masculinity. So let's get started. Money does not define masculinity. Andrew Tate and a lot of guys in the red pill slash manosphere say money is the key way to having freedom, being a man, and providing for women, making an emphasis on the importance of having money as a man. But you see billionaires and super rich nerds who have a lot of money, but they lack morals ethics, strong values, and are weak men who struggle with women. We see this all the time with those crypto nerds or the guys who make a lot of money, but they have zero experience with women. They have no understanding of women. They're constantly getting divorced, played, and finessed by gold diggers all the time. Me and my brother have met many of these guys as well. And I think you guys have probably heard me talking about this on a few other podcasts. I have another podcast actually called Money vs. Game. So you guys should go listen to that one as well. But like attracts like. These men always attract women who only value money, and then these guys wonder why women don't respect them, because they don't even respect themselves. If chasing the bag and making money is what you value most, then you place your self-respect, integrity, and authenticity after. You never want to sell your soul for money or allow money to be your god. That is how the people printing it controls you, keeps you a slave, and keeps you working for them. That is why they don't want you believing in God, knowing you have another purpose on this earth, and following a deeper calling. So, how do they control most people? By money. Look at Logan Paul, for example. He's making loads and loads of money, more than the average person. And so if they can control a guy like that with money because he values it, imagine what they could do to the people who work regular 9 to 5s, who work for a job, that pays them by the hour. They're not even making millions and millions of dollars. So you can imagine how much it controls these people who value it. And yes, there are people who make a lot of money online and they don't really care about getting canceled. Andrew Tate, those people, for example, right? Like I make plenty of money, not as much as Andrew Tate, obviously, but I make plenty of money. I don't really care about getting canceled because I value more things than listening to what other people say. I value more things than money at the end of the day. And there, we have entertain. I have a lot of differences on money. I don't really speak about the importance of money. I don't hype up the ideas of money. And we'll kind of go in depth to why I believe that, and also why entertain does that as well, and why he pushes it so much on his audience of young dudes, or just audience in general. So, going back to the fact that it keeps you a slave and it and it controls you, you have to understand that the only way that they get you to do what they want you to do is by you following all those rules. It's really like it's self-participation at the end of the day. It's like all these people are doing it to themselves, right? A lot of these people are voluntarily putting themselves into those positions. And if they do understand the struggles, they kind of have to put themselves in those positions of those nine to fives of working for someone else, they get stuck. It's like, no, you should look at these things for, as a stepping stool of how to get out. Yeah, sure, make some money, save it up, but then use that money, invest in yourself, take some risks, right? Start a business, do whatever. But people are not like that. People would rather 
play it safe. They like to play it chill. They like to, you know, they don't want to take risks. They don't want to lose the money. And that's the exact reason why not only do they not become rich, um, but they also don't get what they want. And they actually end up not being as happy inside taking the safe route. So at the end of the day, I think playing it safe is something that is just is just not good for guys at the end of the day. Because the funny thing is, I, I know Justin Waller expo- talks about this a lot because people always ask, you know, is it safe for me to start that business and quit my nine to five? The one thing he says is like, you're losing more staying in that nine to five. You're risking more being like everyone else. You are risking your values and morals staying in that position, staying in that job. Right. And so at the end of the day, you're actually risking more doing the thing that seems the safest and the easiest. Because at the end of the day, starting your own business, it's like, yeah, you'll risk money. Yeah, you might risk going broke. But at the end of the day, it's like you're not risking sacrificing your values, your morals, and your ethics by sticking by a company that doesn't even care about you. And this is a big thing that they are pushing on women. And the feminist movement is, women, you guys could be just like men. You can make as much money as men. Stand up against the patriarchy, right? Stand up against men. Well, you see all these women going and working for another man. It's like, oh, cool, Deborah. Now you're in the office working for some dude, some corporate dude and some superpower that doesn't even care about you when you could have found a dude that loves you, wanted to take care of you and provide for you, but you chose to choose feminism because you care about being independent and a strong woman and doing everything a man can do. But now, guess what? Now you're single, you're unhappy, and you're probably fat, and you're a cat lady. So it is what it is. You had the choice, but most women are brainwashed, and most women are followers of society. Women are a reflection of society as well. And so this just shows you that society is valuing money more than they value family, right? They don't, they're not telling women in school, they're not telling women in college, not telling women on the news to go start a family, to go make family, to go find a man that actually loves and cares for them and go start a family. No, they're telling them the complete opposite. You don't need men. You can be a man and you should go work um, and make money for yourself and be your own boss lady. But they're still working for another man that owns the company, which is hilarious. So the whole thing doesn't make any sense. But this is where you see society. And sadly, most women are being lied to. They don't understand this. And so my goal of speaking out and speaking the truth is, yeah, I'm going to piss off a lot of people. But at the end of the day, if this can actually save, you know, one chick who is thinking about going to college and trying to be her boss lady because, you know, maybe her whole friends are trying to push her to do so or maybe her her mother is trying to push her to do so or the news and social media is trying to push her to build and be masculine and push family aside. If I can get one girl to actually start valuing family and then she finds a dude who's just so listens to this podcast because he's a G and then they end up making a happy family and that happy family starts making happy kids, that's a win. I'll I'll choose one happy family. If this podcast can create one happy family over millions and millions of people hating and trying to cancel me, I'll choose that all day for sure. That's that's a big win for me, right? And that's the thing I've seen from my podcast is I've been able to do that so much with my podcast. I've not only been able to help men with my podcast of attracting women, learning about women, I've also been able to help a lot of women understand themselves help women feel more fulfilled and help women find what actually makes them happy. Because sadly, a lot of women have been lied to. They've been told that you're going to be as successful and you're going to be as powerful and, and, and be as rich and make as much money as men, but they're not happy. 
More women are depressed more than ever. Look at the stats. More women are depressed more than ever, and they're making more money than men or making just as much. They are getting into college more than men. They have higher education than men, and they have higher IQ tests than men. So why is that more women are getting depressed? If you look at the rates, they're becoming more depressed. More more and more women are becoming more depressed. So... What that means is, no, none of these things are actually making them happy or feeling fulfilled inside. It's rising very quickly. More women are going to therapy, right? It's like, okay, cool, Deborah. Like, you're working this super masculine job. You're single. You're making money, but you're going to therapy. You're unhappy, and no guy wants to marry you. So is that really a win at the end of, at the, end of the day? And obviously, feminism tries to lie to women, saying, no, you know that you don't need a man. You don't need them, whatever, whatever, right? And so... You know, it's it is what is, and all these women they hit the wall and they realize like, oh shit, like, fuck, I need to get married. And by the time they're thirty, forty, they've already made the money, they've already worked, they've already went to college. The time they realize all that was bullshit, they realize it's already too late now. They can't even have kids because they're too old and the eggs dried up. Hey, it is what is. The truth sucks. The truth hurts. But if this truth, and I know the truth can provide a lot of value to people and I can help people, then I'm willing to risk offending people to help a very small majority of people who are willing to listen. That's completely cool. When you fear being broke, they will control you. When you fear being not liked, they will control you. When you fear not being accepted into society, they will control you. But when the only thing you fear is God, nothing can control you. And it's simply knowing you're going to the right destination and following the right path. Yeah, a lot of atheists or a lot of people say, I don't believe in God, are going to say, you know, I don't want to listen to you anymore because now you're, now you're speaking about God. And, you know, I thought this was about to be a podcast on how to make money. Listen, shut the fuck up. Just listen, all right? Take something out of this, right? You're already here. You're already watching it. Try to learn. Yes, I know. Society has brainwashed you to not want to believe in God or society and and feminism has brainwashed you into thinking that you can be your own God and you can be your own creator and there is no creator and we just came from an explosion and you're nothing. That's what scientists and feminists and all this Marxist communist beliefs want you to believe is you are not special. You are not different. We are all the same. You're all just a number, right? Because when they can make everyone the same, they can make everyone a number. When you can make everyone a number, boom. Oh, we want minus 500. We want want minus 1,000. This is what we've been seeing in other countries and in our country. This is how they do it, though. You you remove God from society. You remove men, strong men from society, and masculinity from men. And you make the women masculine. Dude, then you're just asking for society to fall apart. It is what is. You guys can disagree. I don't really give a fuck. I'll give you an example, right? So your job or source of income will stop due to you saying something that you believe in, and now you're canceled. The guy who values money and being liked will apologize, a.k.a. Logan Paul, right? That guy filmed a dead body in the forest, (laughs) and then he posts on YouTube thinking he was going to get views and clicks. Turned out he got canceled for it. The first thing he does was apologize and and cry about it. And Dude, there was a lot of steps in the process. You had to film the body. No, you had to go to the forest. You had to film the body. You had to edit the video. And then you had to like review the video that you edited and be like, okay, yeah, that's good to post. And then you posted it and you left it up there. And then when YouTube made it number one on trending, I, I was I was I was th- there for this whole moment because this shit was hilarious. They made it number one on trending. He was all stoked about it. And then the second he starts to get canceled, YouTube is like, oh, I'm not going to take accountability, even though YouTube put it up on number one as well. And then Logan starts getting shit for it. 
and then he wants to take it down. So he didn't take down the video because he actually felt bad for filming a dead body in the forest and, you know, possibly fucking up that person's family. No, he felt he didn't even feel bad. No, he just apologized because people were giving him shit. So it's not authentic. The apology is not authentic. Him feeling sorry or, or regretting is not authentic. He's only backing down because now people are giving him shit about it. If everyone was praising him, he wouldn't have deleted the video, right? So that's just the reality. And another thing as well, meanwhile, the guys who know it's the right thing will stand by his words, accept the consequences, and doesn't mind dying for what he believes. Those are the differences between two guys. And I think, you know, we've been told that you need money to stand up. Like, one thing I hear from Andrew Tate is, like, you need money to escape the Matrix. You need money to stand up against the Matrix. I don't, I don't think that's true, actually, because even Andrew Tate's dad was poor, but he was still the man who had strong values, and he ended up creating two of the most influential brothers in the world. So, no, I don't believe you need money to escape the Matrix. Of course, he, he says that a lot. It's all part of the branding, right? But I don't believe you need money because I've seen homeless people who don't give a fuck. I've seen homeless people who don't give a fuck about the government. I've seen homeless people who don't care about what society or what anyone fucking thinks about them. <laughs> they don't care at all, right? So it's like, okay, these people have no, nothing controlling them at all. Like, nothing can control these people, but they have no money, right? Obviously, I'm using the extreme example, of course, but even other people in other countries, in third world countries, they don't have a lot of money. They don't have supercars, but they still don't allow people to control them, right? They still have super strong values and ethics and morals, like I'll say again, Andrew Tate's dad, right? And so if you think that being a brokey is is part of not being – if you're a brokey, you can't be a man. It's completely not true. There's no correlation between making money and and being a man. There's no correlation there. But I'm also not saying that you shouldn't learn and understand money, and we'll get to that. But what I am saying is it doesn't make you. It doesn't make the person. I've actually mostly seen that – people who do have a lot of money it's very rare that they do have super strong morals ethics and values right and so this is what i've seen you guys have probably seen this as well kind of reflecting and looking at this now you're like oh yeah you know i've been told money is super important i've been told you know you need money to provide for women and women care about money but i've seen and you guys have probably seen this as well women not only being with an ugly dude but a guy who's broke and she's head over heels in love with him or a guy who's in prison but he's just so masculine he just owns who he is the girls are in love with him right i know people who work at jails and they see girls i because i've used examples like girls are going to choose that criminal that they're head over heels in love with that owns who he is right rather than some nerd off the street and because i use that example because i've seen i know people who work at the jails who know about the jails who see like girls coming every single day for this guy in jail because she's head over heels in love with him. And so this is, I use the examples because they're very extreme, but they're super true. And, I, and I've seen it and other people have seen these things as well. It's like, why is this girl with this dude who has no money and he's, he's ugly? You know, there's got to be something else about him. Maybe the sex is good. There's something that he can provide besides money. And you also notice the guys who can only provide money are the guys who get used by women who only care about money, right? So if the only thing you can provide is money, and the only thing you value and the only thing you think you can provide is money, which is a self-fulfilling belief, then you're only going to attract women who also only think that, that that's what you can provide, 
right? And so then the women will come to you only looking for what you can provide financially, not emotionally, not spiritually, not sexually, none of those things, not like with your strong masculine energy, none of those things. They don't care about it. They just care about the money. And so, yeah, there are women out there for those guys, of course. I'm not saying these guys are not going to end up getting laid. Yeah, they're going to end up getting laid by women who just care about money. So it is what it is, right? But money is a tool. So do not make it a trait value or belief do not put money on a pedestal people who understand money knows it's simply not real and people who have a lot of money don't value it it's kind of like the same thing with women is like the people who the guys who struggle with women the most they put women on a pedestal the guys who don't don't have that many women they put these only fans chicks and these celebrity chicks on a pedestal but if you've ever been with these chicks because i and i'll tell you from my own personal experience i have been with celebrity chicks who have millions of followers i used to go to these influencer events and i was invited to these influencer events and i used to hook up with these chicks if you guys are in my group chat i share all the details but i've actually been with these chicks and these chicks are some of the worst chicks to be with right there's nothing interesting about them and they're just not high quality women none of them i've ever met are high quality women who have a bunch of followers and a bunch of fame and clout so if you put those women on a pedestal usually those guys who talk about all oh, these these women are so hot. She has she has so many followers. I talked about this in my manipulation master course, by the way. So, any guy who who's in that course, they understand how women actually use that to play simps, and actually how OnlyFans managers will buy more followers for the girl and create her profile online because simps actually value that more, and they'll give the girl more money if they see she's a celebrity or she has more followers, which is weird. But this is something you'll you'll learn. Um, not only inside the course, but just if you talk to people who manage these influencers or manage these chicks, is you'll just know that this is part of the game and how they finesse more money from dudes. So it's something that's very interesting, but you'll notice, like I was saying, the people who don't have money value it and they put it on a pedestal. Same thing with dudes who don't have women. They put them on a pedestal. They value them so much. Oh my gosh, she's my dream girl. Oh my gosh, she's so perfect. Oh my gosh, she's so hot. But if you've actually been with these girls you'll realize, okay, they're not that special, right? So the guys who've been with a lot of girls, they realize, well, she's just another girl. And just so happens, the guys that act that way attract more girls, right? The same thing with money. The people who don't really care about money, like, yeah, it's just money, whatever. They end up making more money. They attract more money. They attract more wealth. People just want to give them money now, right? It's very interesting. It's a different psychology. If you learn about the psychology of money, when you're trying to ask for money and beg for money, no one wants to give you money right? But if you're kind of in a position where it's like, I don't really need the money, right? People are just going to give it to you. It's kind of weird. And the same thing with women is like the guy who's starving for pussy, no girl wants to fuck him. They all are fucking the guy that has too much pussy, right? This is why more guys are virgins than women. I guarantee, and this is, you guys probably find all the actual stats, but 90% of men, 80-90% of men are probably having one to two chicks a month. And I'm pretty sure like the, the top percentiles of men are banging like hundreds of chicks, right? And it is what it is, right? It's the top 3% who understand women, who understand who they are, are the ones who get laid, and that's it. Right? It's only like the very top percentage of people who are making all the money. So that's something that's, that's very interesting, and it's always going to be that way, not only with women, but with money. I just want you guys to know, if you are chasing money, you guys make money a priority, it's the wrong psychology. A, a common thing I hear from people in the manosphere or the red pill, you guys have probably heard this as well, is, but how can you be free without money? The common thing you'll hear is you cannot be self-reliant, free, happy, successful, powerful, masculine, attractive, etc., unless you have money. 
You also hear you need to make money to not tolerate bullshit from anyone or to escape the matrix. I saw a clip from Myron. I've talked about this on my podcast before. I saw a clip of Myron from Fresh and Fit. When I say make money, you don't make money for the girls. You make money to not tolerate the bullshit that inevitably comes with the girls. Talking about why you make money or why you need to make money. And it's so you don't tolerate the bullshit that comes with women. And the first, the first thing that popped in my head was like, really? You need money to not deal with women's bullshit? Bro, I, was, I've never, I've, I would never deal with women's bullshit even if I was broke. Or even when I was broke, I never dealt with women's bullshit. Right? You don't need money to not deal with women's bullshit. Yes, I see his point is you're more likely to not give a fuck because you have uh, more options, whatever. But it's the same thing if you have other women. If you have other women, you don't need money to have a lot of women. If you have a lot of women... The chances are you're not going to really give a fuck if that one girl's fucking up, right? She says some shit, she, she's trying to piss you off, whatever, she's trying to make you jealous. Cool, next girl, right? So that's the thing is I, I see where he's trying to aim at, but it's not exactly on point with what you actually need. And here's the thing, you guys might say, well, Logan, you're, you're 20 years old. What, you don't know what you're talking about. Cool, man. Sure. Go, go make money and, and try to persuade women with your money and try to persuade women why they should respect you because you have money. It's not going to work. Trust me, try it. Come back and let me know how that works. And there's probably a reason why you're listening to this podcast and there's some, some, some things that you can see and relate to this podcast because you guys have probably been told that money, 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 right? It's floating around everywhere. Everyone's trying to learn how to make money quick. Everyone's trying to learn how to do this, this, and make money fast, whatever. Because they've been told, you get the money, you get the girls. No, it's not true. It's not true at all. So the men who claim you need money to have all these things are simply reflecting their self-limiting beliefs onto you. The men who claim you need money to have those things are simply reflecting their self-limiting belief onto you. Because I can show you an example for all these traits without the use of money. If some guy thinks that I can't get that dream girl or I can't stand up for the truth unless I have money, then guess what? That's true. He's 100% right. He can't do those things because he told himself he can't do it. Now, there's another guy. I don't need. I don't need to have money to have women. I don't need money to say what I want to say. I don't need money to do A, B, C, D, F, G. I'm just going to do it. Right? Of course, there's, you need money for certain things, but there, there's always a way to leverage it. There's always a way to find a way, right? So, like I said, it's your belief. The guy who says he can't and the guy who says he can are both right. Right, So if one guy says, I need money to do this, I need money to do that, well, I'm just going to wait until I make more money to do this. Sure, you're right, bro. You're completely right. You're completely true. To, to you, that's true. Right? You're completely right. The same thing with the guy who says, I don't need money to get girls. I never, when I was getting, you guys have seen me get with plenty of girls. I don't need to flex how many followers I have. I don't need to flex how much clout I have. I don't need to flex how much money I have. I don't flex any of those things. I actually do the opposite. I tell girls I'm broke. When girls ask, what kind of car do you drive? Oh, I ride a little scooter, right? When girls ask, why, do you, why don't you have social media? Even though I do, because I lie. <laughs> They'll be like, why don't you have social media? Oh, I, don't, I don't like being on social media, right? Because don't, I don't have the need. I don't have the need to, to qualify myself to these women. I don't have the need to basically prove myself to anyone. I don't have the need to do that. It's like, hey, if you like me for who I am, then cool. If you don't, then goodbye. And later, it's funny because all the girls, eventually they'll stalk you, they'll see you online or whatever, or they'll see me online. They're like, oh my God, you're famous, right? It's like the only way they would have found out is if they 
stayed for the second, third date, whatever, right? And that's their, that's a bonus for them. It's like, oh shit, this guy's famous. More girls want him. This guy makes money, right? He's self-reliant. So this is a bonus to these girls now. I don't make it the catch. I don't make it the hook of my personality or how to get girls. Any guy who does that is is cringy as fuck to me. I don't, I don't see why if if you need followers to pick up chicks, bro, that is incredibly sad. I talked about this on the Controvert podcast with Nelk because I heard Nelk saying the same thing. He's like, I wouldn't have been able to hook up with half the chicks unless I had the followers and the money. It's like, dude, that's sad as fuck that you are not able to get with those women unless you had the followers and the money. So at the end, it also shows like what kind of women they're hooking up with, right? So that's just how I like to look at things, and a lot of you guys are probably going to agree with me. A lot of guys who are probably here are going to disagree. At the end of the day, this is how I roll. I don't have no need. I have no need to prove myself to anyone. I have no urge to try and show off to anyone, right? And there's a time and place. Yes, I'll say crazy shit on social media to get views, whatever, but I never do it out of need. I never do it out of lack of something, lack of security. I never do it out of a lack of something. If I ever do it, it comes from abundance, right? So everything you guys should be doing should be coming from abundance, right? So when a girl asks, how many girls are you talking to? The guy who doesn't understand women will either say, I don't talk to anyone, or I'm talking to so many girls, I get so many girls, right? The guy who understands women is going to say this. Listen, I always have room for one more. It is what it is. That's, that's the kind of the game, right? It's like you don't want to try and prove yourself to your to the girl the negative way or prove yourself to the girl in another negative way right because there's two sides of pendulum you want to be in the middle or you're kind of aloof kind of like i don't know we'll see right that's the most attractive thing to women that's the most that's the thing that gets women to be curious in the first place right if you understand women you'll understand it's like you know they that question is not a question of numbers and it's not a question of seeing if you're not talking to anyone else it's a question of does this guy understand women and is this a guy who knows how to communicate with women right because if you do you guys will know that shit works, right? Shout out to Corey Wayne. And another thing as well, most of the time things got changed due to the people who had nothing to lose, right? Revolutions were started not from super rich people. It was from a lot of broke people who were fed up, right? So things got changed from people who didn't have money. So I'm not saying you should avoid money, but you should take the time to learn and understand it. This helps you put your value on giving a great experience an outcome and immense value to whoever you offer your products or services to, which not only leads to making more money, but most importantly, helps others, changes lives, and leaves a positive impact on the world. If any of you are struggling to make money, it's because you don't understand the value exchange, creating an amazing offer, or how to solve a problem. To summarize, money is not a trait of masculinity, it is a side effect from understanding how to give provide value, and solve problems. Setting up for what you believe, being authentic, not being controlled or submissive are traits of masculinity. So, if you can do both, that is great, but don't sacrifice your morals, ethics, and time for money. There are more valuable things in life than money. This is not an excuse either to be lazy, not make money, and not find a way to make it. As a man, you should be giving your greatest gifts, building, creating, and penetrating the world with everything you have. If you do that, in return, you will make money, attract the women, and be fulfilled within.
understand, I want you guys to not think that, oh, well, this is Logan copying out for not wanting to make money, or this is a cop-out for guys who don't want to make money, or who don't want to achieve more with finances, whatever. No, I'm still going to get the fucking Lambo, trust me. But what I'm saying is, you need to understand there are more valuable things in life than money. And sometimes you need to be able to sacrifice money or the opportunity to make money or leave money on the table to, to maintain those things and to actually make more money. I'll give you an example. Alex Ramosi talks about this. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A makes way more money than McDonald's and all these other food restaurants. They make way more money, right? But they're closed on Sundays, which leaves a huge gap of funds that they could be making, right? And so it's illogical to not work and stay open on a Sunday. But because of their morals, their values, and their ethics are tied to not working on Sundays due to religious beliefs, they end up making more money and actually builds the following between the relationship of the clients, the customers, and the employees, and the workers, and everyone else. So it actually builds a stronger value, which actually gives, which actually makes people want to value the company even more and support it even more. So that's something that's very interesting. Is you look at that example, Chick Fil A is a perfect example of a of a situation where it's like they could be making more money if they stayed up on Sundays, but then it'd be lowering their values, their morals, and their ethics, and the reason why they're doing what they're doing in the first place, right? So you're starting to see like, oh shit, you know, making money maybe sometimes is not always like the most logical scientific answer, maybe it's the more spiritual and the right thing to do is the answer. And there's obviously a balance. Think about it that way. And if you also want returning customers and you want to build a really strong following, you can't always just choose making money. Sometimes you'll have to like lose money or risk losing money or leaving money on the table in order to build that community and, that, and build that following around whatever you are doing, whatever product or service you have. So you have to sacrifice because here's the thing, you just focus on money and just become super greedy about money and that's the only thing you value, then guess what? You're going miss to be missing out on time. You're going to be missing out on potential people that could be serious followers or people who could seriously support whatever you're doing. You're actually missing out on much more important things. So that's some things I would... I would think about if you're thinking about making more money and why Chick-fil-A does it super well. Another thing as well, if you want to learn how to make money, go watch Alex Ramosi. That guy's fucking awesome. So definitely go watch his videos. I, I send the links out to my Telegram group all the time. If you guys want to join my Telegram, it's completely free. Just go to my website. I send just a bunch of free information and the things that I'm watching and doing as well. Bonus points to cover if you are currently working a 9 to 5. So let's say you're currently working a 9 to 5 either... You don't have the ability to speak your mind because you will get canceled and deleted and then you'll lose all your money or they'll fire you, whatever. Risking your morals, your values, your ethics outweighs the cost of money and the hourly rate. And the funny thing is you'll probably be making more money doing what you're passionate about and things that you're actually good at rather than working that 9 to 5 who doesn't give a fuck about you. It is what it is. Um, Corey Wayne talks about this all the time is like, you're going to, you always put your best work and your best effort into things that you're passionate about. And I don't see myself or anyone around me who works a nine to five. That's truly, truly passionate about it. Like they wouldn't be doing it unless they were getting paid. So that's the thing is like, you need to not only understand that you have to do things, you have to be willing to do the things and not get paid for it. Right? Like for me, what I'm passionate about is I'm passionate about helping others and speaking the truth and starting this podcast. Bro, when I was making this when I was making this podcast 
and creating this club, bro, I was not making any fucking money at all, right? And I was actually making negative money. I was spending more money and investing more money. I wasn't spending. I was investing more money into this community and into this podcast. And I was actually risking, you know, me not being able to get a job, me getting kicked out of school, me getting expelled, me, be, me getting canceled, right? You guys, if you guys were part of the journey, you know, when I first started, you guys know about the whole story, whatever. But I actually risked a lot because it's something I believed in. And I believed it was helping people. And I saw it was helping people. And so if you looked at it logically from the perspective of making money, I would have been told by every single person, and I was told by every single person, this is not the smart thing to do. But I wasn't doing it, like I said, for the money. I was doing it because it's something I believed in. I found a way to monetize the things I'm actually good at, the things I'm passionate about, and find a balance and a mixture between it all. You know, you're still willing to not get paid for it, but if you can get paid for it, that's fucking awesome. That's amazing, right? So I think about it in terms of that way, right? And that's if you don't have a job at all. The reason why you don't have a job or you're not making any money at all is because you don't understand value exchange. I get so many guys who are 14, 15, 16, trying to get a job. They're not, they're not getting a job. And I ask them why. What are the things that you are offering to the company or the business and why would they want to hire you? This is their answer usually. I show up on time. I work hard. And one guy told me I ask questions if I need help with anything. I was like, holy shit, no wonder no jobs are hiring you, right? So you need to understand what companies are looking for, what people are looking for in general, what people like me are looking for in hiring. It's like if someone came to me and said, I work hard, I show up on time, and I'll ask you questions if I need help with anything, I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck no. What the? You're retarded. But if someone came to me saying, hey, listen, I can make you X amount of more money in this X amount of time, help you save X much amount of time, get you this X many more results, have you have this many more customers coming back to you, have A, B, C, D, F, G, whatever, more results, I will do that for free. And if you don't like my services, then we can just stop. But if you do like my services, then you're going to have to pay me after. If someone came to me like that, not only are they going to be making more money than the guy who's like, oh, I, I – uh, Dude, there's no way he's getting hired in the first place. But for whatever reason, if he got hired, there's no way he's going to be making as much money as the guy who can offer value and provide results, right? So you need to understand value exchange, understanding how to provide value. And I made a tweet on, on Twitter. It's like, it's impossible to provide value and not make money. Because when you provide value, you're going to make money. It, it's just guaranteed. But a lot of other guys are trying super hard to make money, but they're not seeing results. I get a lot of guys saying, oh, I joined this program and this course that everyone's joining on how to make money. It's the biggest thing on how to make wealth or whatever, but I'm struggling to make money. It's like, bro, because you're competing with all the other people who have joined that organization that's trying to make money. You're competing with the other 200,000 people who are also trying to do the same things as you trying to make money. I see this all the time. I get loads of people messaging me about copywriting, and they all came from the same place. It's like, okay, well, now you're competing with all these people. Now it's either you have to be the best of the best, and it's usually how it is. The best of the best are the ones who are making the most money or the guys who know how to leverage or the guys who know how to negotiate or the guys who have connections are going to be the ones making the most money. The rest of the guys, they kind of struggle. So it is what it is. That's what I see there. You guys need to understand how to be a little bit more creative, how to build something yourself how to actually provide value in a more creative way and come up with a better offer. Like if you're a copywriter or some shit, the offer's got to be fantastic. It's got to be something that people cannot deny. If you want to learn how to make a great offer, listen to the book, $100 million offers by Alex Ramosi. It's a fantastic book, right? And 
he explains it completely because now you're no longer competing for price. It's a great book. Go listen to it. And then how to support the fight if you are trapped within the matrix, right? Let's say you are working a nine to five. It's paying pretty well, but it doesn't give you the freedom to stand up for what's right. And you understand what's right. Standing up against all this bullshit, but you can't say anything about it because now you're going to lose your job. And that's the thing that's helping you take care of your family, whatever. I would not only learn skills that would help you become self-reliant and prepare your family to become self-reliant. Hey, there could be a, there could be a chance where they are going to force everyone to get the jab, and now I have to say no, right? Because this happened to a lot of people, right? They were forcing people to do this shit, and a lot of people said no. They got fired from their job. So it's going to happen again, right? If you've already seen it once, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens again because Alex Jones is already talking about this happening again. So don't be surprised of you having to stand up for what's right and then you getting kicked out from your job because you want to stand up for what's right. And don't be surprised either when you see 99% of the people at that job doing what they're told despite you know getting the jab and all the other dumb shit so it is what is man you're gonna see a lot of people comply and be submissive and behave and they're gonna struggle the most and they're gonna be the most unhappy they're most depressed most depressed even though they still have that job they're making money so how to provide for women and family besides financially so understanding all the needs spiritually emotionally and teaching right so a lot of guys are being told by the red pill manosphere and all these guys in the in in this space that you need to provide for women financially. That's the only thing they speak about is, you know, you need to be at work constantly making money for your family. And that's the only thing that you can provide for them. But they don't speak about the other things that women and your family actually need to work, right? Cause there's other things in a family that, that needs to work besides just money. Cause you see all these celebrity dudes who are making a bunch of money, but they're never home. That guy's wife cheated on him because he wasn't, providing that masculine energy he wasn't providing the other things he was just providing financially right so now he's just a cash cow right this is what you see with basically guys who get divorced right and they have to pay child support the only thing that they're good for is their money there's nothing else that they can give to the family besides just money if all you guys think that i can only provide for women in my family just financially that's completely false and women actually need a lot more than just money to feel happy and fulfilled and if your woman feels happy and fulfilled from just giving her money it's probably not the right woman you should be talking to in the first place understanding the needs of your family spiritually emotionally and teaching them right your kids need you to be there for them spiritually your woman needs you to be there for her spiritually as well and emotionally be there for her as well you can't constantly be at work 24 7 and a lot of guys are going to portray that online but that's not the reality and the reality is if you if that does happen you know the woman the women are not happy they don't feel like they're being taken care of they don't feel like they're heard and understood and when women don't feel like they're heard and understood guess what the legs don't open. And that's why you see a lot of guys who are, I'm making all this money, I'm providing for you financially, but why won't you have sex with me? You see this all the time from so many guys who just think that money is enough. And it's not just enough, right? And it's not the biggest thing that people care about, especially kids. Any of you guys who have grown up where your dad was never around because he's making money, of course, later on you understand. But when you're a kid, you're like, why, why is dad never home? He's always at work. He doesn't care about us. This is what you assume as a kid, right? If, if your father's never home and you know, whenever he does come home, he just goes back to sleep because he's been working so much, right? You have to understand for your kids as well, it's like they want you, there's, a, there's an important balance of being able to provide financially and provide emotionally and also teaching them. If you're not at home teaching your kids or teaching your wife, guess who is? Social media, the news, 
her friends, right? Her friends who are probably dating guys who are completely focused on work and they're nine to five and they don't have the time to teach, right? And so your kids are also being taught by school most of the time and school is teaching them a bunch of bullshit. So you have to understand that you have to provide not only financially, but you have to provide them with knowledge, your family with knowledge. So your woman with knowledge and your kids with knowledge. And you also have to be able to go home and dissect the things that they're learning from school and dissect the things that they're learning from social media. Because if you don't, you're basically basically just allowing them to get brainwashed by all this bullshit on social media and by the teachers who are also communists, right? And so at the end of the day, you're going to be losing the fight if you just focus on providing financially. So if you guys want to hear more about this and you guys want to hear more about this topic on money and masculinity, I'll make sure that I link Elliot Hulse's YouTube channel as well because he's been talking about this a lot and I think it's very important to the video that inspired me to make this podcast. So go watch it and I'll see you guys next time.